at the office uh, bi-weekly. Right. Let's not get into that. Let me in. Oh, go, go. Yeah, right. go. Right. So, on the Tim Manor podcast show today, we have my friend, the global brand manager of Boulder Skins. I feel you're actually really proud saying that, you know. Thanks, man. It's, it, honestly, it's amazing. Thank well, you for when having I, me. When I heard it, I was just like, fucking hell, mate, that is sick. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, man. I mean, the first time, what was it? The first time I met you was Goodwin Smith, and you were the brand manager of Goodwin Smith. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. just fucking smashed that. That would have been... Well, how many years ago now? I can't. I can't. It must six, be about five or six, five yeah. Must be. Ago. Must be. I'm, I'm really buzzing actually that we that we're doing this because it's yeah. nice to be here because yeah. our relationship has always been built on yeah. client yeah, 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 customer yeah, yeah. and now it's like just brothers yeah that's good Which, I'm all right. do you know I'm what I mean yeah I'm all right it's like that. we're yeah, not yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about prices we're not we're talking, talking about, about ideas that's yeah. like you know conflict yeah, 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 or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's nice to be able to just yeah chat which is great it's nice to see in it because it's like you know obviously like six years ago is a long time when you actually realize you're mm. just like what we stop and look around now and what Man. you've achieved, what I've achieved as mm. a business. And mm. it, it's nice that you've come on there and we can kind of talk about that. Yeah, and it's nice to, I think, I, I always say this to people, that it's important to have these sort of goals yeah. and visions and aspirations for what you want to achieve. But it's, for me, it's equally as important to look back on what you've, what you've done. Yeah. Because that's what's made you what you are today. Yeah. And I think a lot of people f- forget to do that, even if they do achieve. So they've, they've, they've done something incredible, mm. but I think just as humans, we f- it's very natural for us to forget yeah. things that aren't yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and well, yeah, was, I was having this conversation the other day about like when we're working, you're so close to the thing that yeah. you've got to step back sometimes and just Massive. look at look at it. Yeah, you know, just step away because it could go so fast. It's mad, mate. It's mad, and I think that with that in mind, when we spoke together, yeah when you were like, as an agency coming to see us, that's a, the, one of the biggest things about agency is that you can come yeah. into our world as yeah. a client, yeah. totally subjectively, you have no bias, yeah. you're just looking at it literally black and white, yeah. Yeah. and you can say, that's terrible, there's nothing here for this. And that is, is, you know, as, as members of the team, you're thinking, you kind of look around thinking, shit, you've probably got a point here, but you just don't see it. When you, when you were first starting out in your sort of like career, yeah. right, what was it that you wanted to be? I'm not going to go right back to school, but let's think about, you know, you left college, university, whatever. What did Jack Dyson want to be? First thing is, I can tell you what I wanted to do when I was a kid, because it's a very quick answer. Oh, I just God. wanted to be an artist. Did you? Yeah, when I was a little kid, because I've always i always been creative, yeah. so I've never been academic, right. ever, 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 ever. Even going back to like... I was that kid that was like the last one to learn how to tell the time right. in class. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. Nothing came easy, right? Yeah. Other than just being able to pick up something and draw or like make something. Yeah. So I always wanted to be an artist because that was kind of like my default yeah. thing. And uh, as kind of, as I grew up and sort of went to like secondary school, it became very apparent that I had like this sort of creative flair still struggle to spell my own name, but could, you know, make something look quite pretty. Are people telling you this? Or are you you kind of thinking, I I know that this is... I I just knew. Did you? I just knew. uh, Because I think, because I'm very visual. I'm a very Mm. visual learner. And again, as a kid, I knew that very quickly, I think. That I was more stimulated by, you know, drawings and pictures rather than, you know, words or, you know, listening. Yeah. Ironic that doing a podcast. Yeah. but I, so that, that was kind of like how I started my career very early. And then I've just kind of worked with that. So I've kind of embraced what I'm good at mm. rather than trying to perfect what I'm terrible at. 
Yeah. Which is something very fashionable, isn't it, now? The people, very fashionable. You know, yeah. the last probably five years, all I've heard from, you know, every single businessman and, you know, yeah. whatever in the world is like, yeah. fuck your weaknesses, go all in with your sort of strengths. Yeah. And I did that, just not, not, not sort of conscious, I just did it just because I just, I just did. And, you know, obviously I got better, learned how to spell my name. I can now tell the time. Um, but the other side of it has become well you can't can you because you don't you turn up late right? well don't want to talk about that too okay don't want to talk about that but I am sorry about being four <laughs> to five minutes late but yeah so I started with that and, and just ran with it so then even you know I went to GCSE level all, they're all creative subjects went to college wanted to be interior designer again very creative yeah. and then it just dawned on me that I just wanted to work in that industry. And it was very, very broad, at, you know, at that yeah. stage, you know, as a 17 year old, you don't really know, you don't know business. You don't know what's out there or what's available, what you can be. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing, isn't it? As a, as a kid, you know, you're never told what you can be. Yeah. It's just, you know, what, in, what sector do you want to work in? So, you know, have I, you got like a mentor at this time in your life or no, you, no, genuinely no. I, I I, I love listening to people and learning from people and just communicating. It's a big thing for me. Just I've always always have been. So just listening to people and kind of understanding. I think sometimes listening to people and knowing you don't want to do that is as important as listening to somebody and knowing that you want to yeah. do what they do. Yeah. And you know, over time, I, I did interior design at college. Loved it, but knew it wasn't for me. I remember my my tutor at the time kind of turned to me and said, "Why why didn't you do like a marketing?" course or whatever it was at the time and I was like well, I don't know to be honest maybe I should have done in hindsight but long story short I started working for a greeting card agency uh, away from college sort of you know side hustle or whatever to earn some money and that was kind of my first door into business and there I learned all sorts we did a bit of everything small team so it was like a bit of sales a bit of e-com stuff um, warehousing everything and again, naturally, I fell into this sort of like more creative, visual, brand, marketing side. And at that, that age, I was like 18, 19, and then you kind of, you know, your eyes are opened up a little bit more, you know, having to, you know, fend for yourself and you start learning what is, what is available. And I very quickly learned within working in that environment that I wanted to work in marketing. And I knew that I needed to get into an agency. I thought in my head, it was a case because I never wanted to go to university. Ever. It was never even on the cards for yeah. me personally. Yeah. So I knew that I needed to learn my craft and prove it somewhere and learn from other people. And so I kind of hustled and kind of, you know, met with different people that worked in agencies and networked, all that sort of stuff, and just met different people. And I got an opportunity, long story short, with um, a marketing agency called Creative World. I remember that. Yeah. Based in Altham. Yeah. And did three, four years there. And I learned a lot there. I learned a lot about how, you know, the basics of marketing, you know, what is available to businesses, how they do it, why they do it, you know, all these, the fundamentals, if you will, yeah. that you would probably learn at university, etc. Yeah. But I, I was just learning it on, on the fly. And it was there that I really grew into this whole other side, which is more digital led, because I started taking a real interest in social media. Personally, nothing to do with, you know, on a business level, but... Yeah. It was the age where, and this was, this was pre-Instagram, yeah. because I know Instagram is now, yeah, yeah. Instagram is social media, yeah, isn't it, yeah, in many yeah, ways, much, but yeah. it was kind of just when there was like, Twitter was a big thing, yeah. Twitter just took off, Facebook had become established, so I was on there personally, and a few businesses were taking notice, and, and I started to think, well, 
maybe we should be tapping into this as a business. And we created um, an arm of the, of the agency, which was a social media management arm, which I kind of spearheaded and brought yeah. businesses on and stuff. And, and that's kind of where, where I am today, which is, you know, fast, that's probably what, eight years ago, maybe even longer. My role is still in that, in that sort of arena, if yeah. you will. So within the sort of digital marketing branding arena, that's where I am now. But it's yeah. just what I do now is a very refined niche part of it. So what was the transition going from there to Goodwin Smith then? How, how did that come about? So that came about, I feel like I'm on This Is Your Life. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, no, but it's just because, it, yeah. I'm just trying to think when the first time I met you was probably on that shoot that we did at Black Do you know what it was? Pool, or was it before that? The, yeah, this is what it was. I was, I was approached by, did you ever, love it. Did you ever meet Marco that was? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, Marco, I knew Marco through right. um, a personal relationship. My yeah. ex-girlfriend knew him, da, 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 da. And he reached out to me and said, Jack, we're doing this brand, yeah. uh, Goodwin Smith, whatever. Like, we need to do some, like, I can't remember what he called it. Um, I don't know, soul searching, whatever it was, like, yeah. brand, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I love fashion, love marketing, sounds fun, I'll come along. He said, you can have a free pair of shoes. I was like, brilliant, I'm in. Yeah. I need some new Chelsea boots. Like it. So I went and met with them, and I met Tim. Tim Smith, yeah. and when I met with them, I was, I was, I remember I was captivated by, because I've always wanted to work in fashion, yeah. always, yeah. always had a personal interest in it, and when I met with them, I, you know when you just have this, this gut feeling in life, where you have these like moments, where you're like, this is going to happen, like so this is going to be a defining moment, I had that feeling when I met with them, because I'd almost made this decision in my head, and I told this to Tim at the time, I will I'm going to work there. I'm going to work for these people. I just, I just decided. There was nothing on the table at the time at all, but I just had this moment of like, whatever. So I sp spent the evening with them and they were going through, I think this was before the rebrand yeah. that yours truly created, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was epic, which we'll go into in more detail. Yeah. And we, it, was, it, it was a fascinating, for me just as an individual looking at a, a footwear brand, it was interesting just to see their journey that they're going on. Uh, and so I met with them, shook their hands, said, thanks for your time. This is what I think. Stay in touch. So I stayed in touch with, with the guys. And I think maybe six months passed and I got a message off Tim Smith. And he just said, look, things are changing, things are moving, et cetera, et cetera. We want to get you involved. Yeah. So I started just working with Tim on the side. Just a bit of consulting and just, just a soundboard more than anything. Like Tim, you know. Yeah. Self-proclaimed is not a fashion guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, you know, he's good with his numbers, but I think he just wanted somebody to lean on that maybe had a little bit more yeah. something. Yeah. So I said, yeah, fine. So 12 months passed and then we thrashed something out and I ended up moving there as, you know, what I was. And then we did five so years. What was your, what was your job, not that I'm on job titles, but what was your job title before Goodwin Smith? What, what were your... I was... Because it's I, a bit of a change, mate, from doing that to the Goodwin Smith. It was... I think it was something like... And my LinkedIn will prove me otherwise, but I think it was something like marketing executive or something. No. So my role within the agency was very social media-led. Yeah. And what Goodwin Smith were trying to achieve was very social media-led. Yeah. So there was a... That was the, the mirror, if you will. I think that was the gateway for me to say, I think I can do this and apply this. And I'd also got to a stage in my life where I'm, I love brands. Like I just, I love everything about them, what yeah. they represent. Yeah. Every single one is different and I, and I love everything that comes with it. Yeah. And I knew that 
when I was at the greeting card agency and I knew I needed to work in an agent marketing agency to do the next thing, when I was in the marketing agency, I had this epiphany that I need to work on brand side to go to the next bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like oh, this journey is like you kind of have these moments of clarity. Like, if I want to do X, I need to do this. Mm. So it was just it just so happened that it you know it, it was balanced out and the, the what is it the planets were aligned and it happened and that's what that's how it came about and then we met yeah which was I think we, we I think we literally met like even before I joined to be yeah honest. no I remember uh, we, I met you it was it was um, the Blackpool shoot and then we met on the pier and stuff and then the, I, the, I could it was a different location to what you planned originally yes well, that's how it happens, mate. I love it. Just that. like I know. I love it. I know. I know. I think we um, we got this phone call off this woman said, "Look, there's going to be the merry-go-round there and stuff." And mm. we got there, and it wasn't there. And it was just like, right, do we panic or do we just go woosa and then let's it get was, sorted? For me, my first experience of the Tim Marner experience, yeah, and that really set the tone. For what I what I got, it really <laughs> what you're about to get <laughs> a really good set of time for the future. Yeah. But I that shoot was epic. Yeah, it was. And like as a, as an individual watching you guys, because at this moment when I was with you, I remember I was I had no role. I was just a fan watching from the sidelines, and I remember watching it thinking these guys are fucking good. I appreciate that, man. but ge- genuinely, yeah, I appreciate no that. bullshit. And I you know orchestrating the team, getting models on side, location, yeah. Everything about that shoot was fantastic. I mean, because like I said, everything went against you on the day. Yeah. I think the weather was a bit shit as well at some point. Yeah. Like, and you're There's out loads of factors. So, but that was the first, our first sort of experience. And then moving forward, I think we, because what else did we do? Because you did, the, obviously, the, that was part of the rebrand, wasn't it? Yeah. And that rebrand put Goodwin Smith on the map. Yeah. You know, before it was, before you were involved, Goodwin Smith was, a brand that created really great affordable men's footwear. Yeah. Great products. Yeah. You, you have, any, any, any business, it has to be a good product yeah. to succeed. Whether it's a product or a service. They had the product, but they didn't have a brand. They didn't have an identity. They didn't have, yeah. they didn't know what they stood for. They, all these, all these things, all yeah. these questions, which is why obviously we came to you in the first place. And I don't know how you and Tim are even met actually. I, you know what, mate? I, I can't even remember. I, but I do remember talking to him um, not too long after he said, I remember the first time I met you and I came out and you had the feet up on the table. Yeah, I remember in, he told in, me in that the story. Room, we were just like... Were you, like sliders really? or something? Yeah, yeah, some, some, some some typical like you. Yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was... Th- I think it was... To be honest, I think it was Marco. I think Marco had seen us because yeah. Instagram, like you just said, just first came out yeah. and obviously Literally. I was on it like just being... We well, have to be. Yeah, you have to be. Just particularly myself and people were like, or like what what they're yeah. about. Yeah, it was it was um, that time for me was a, a, a big mo- person was a big moment. Mm. And what I really loved about working with you guys is that you really you understood the people as much as you understood what we were trying to do, yeah. like the team. So you were very quickly you were very quick to realise yeah. what everybody was doing on our side yeah. and who needed help and why because it's easy for an agency to it's come imp- in yeah and, it's important you know, mate isn't it because like, I think a lot of people do that and it, I think it's important to work together in it, it and is. understand each other and just can't be to, to get it's it's about the, the product at the end of the day you know what I mean yeah. and there's no politics involved in it obviously you're going to have like prices and models and all this yeah, malarkey of course. and I remember all... I remember when we first um, when we first started working together we didn't always see eye to eye on stuff 
Like, just naturally. But I'm all right with that, Jack. I think a lot of people are, and I said this to other it's just like, I'm not a yes man, you know, and, and other people are like, I want people to argue and question and what's it, it to get the best, yeah, yeah, to, to get show, the best out of the job. shows care, and the last thing you want as a client is to have somebody come in and yeah. say yes to everything you've said, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's like, well, why are they here? Yeah. Like, if... if everything's right then what do we do i honestly think the best thing that i've done is that that um that one that we did together with the union jack and the bulldog the nude campaign yeah it was just like the one that lost me my job yeah pretty much (laughs) um no um but it was just it was everything that i was about is everything it epitomized uh, yeah it did everything what what we represented i think is like yeah a brand and as an agency yeah Uh, and i remember when because for people listening, they probably won't even know. It was your idea. It. Yeah. It wasn't they, ours. They, they won't, people listening won't even know what it is, but hopefully you can do some sort of link and yeah, yeah, maybe you should sort do, some out. do a throwback because yeah. it, was, it was epic. In fact, the video's been taken down. I know. I so can't much. actually use it. Yeah, it's in my personal account. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we basically, for people listening, this is important that Tim, as an agency, Tim Marner and Tim as a person, always pushes boundaries. So Tim would always come in and give us a million whimsical things. To, to do and sometimes they didn't work and, and he knows that yeah. in terms of like yeah. you know it just didn't fit for us but you came and literally gave us the world yeah. and then we picked which parts we wanted yeah. and that's how we worked as a, as a brand and 99% of the time it worked perfectly yeah. sometimes certain elements didn't work and you know mm-hmm. little moments in time whatever but typically it worked yeah. and as a brand because we were young at this point, you know, Goodwin Smith was only an infant at this yeah, point, yeah, yeah. you know, we hadn't been known. To people who knew us, yeah. we were a thing, but not enough people knew us. Yeah, but that's what I liked about working with you, Jack, and what I learned about Tim and Naomi was the fact that if I brought these ideas to you, you didn't poo-poo them and kind of go, look, that's not good. It, what we were doing was scary mm. for any business. It's a gamble. You, a proper gamble. gamble. You're thinking, you know, we might alienate people. People mm. aren't going to buy our shoes and stuff. Mm. So for me, from the outside, when, you know, you come to me with that idea, mm. of, and I was just like, mate, fucking hell, let's do this shit. It was a balance. It's always, it was always a balance with, with, any, with any brand because what you want is to have that brand experience and to be seen and to be different mm. as a young brand. But you also then have to think, and I had to, doing what I did, was think commercially. Yeah. And that's kind of where always me and you kind of had that kind yeah, of like little yeah, yeah, little clash, like yeah. typically, because yeah. I was like, Tim, can we get this shot of this? this pe- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we can we get some shoes in this shot? Or like, and you're like, mate, mate, we're in it. We're in it. We're in the moment. Like this is happening. I'm like, yeah, but just put some shoes somewhere. Like yeah. just so we can make sure that people no, know what we're Which say. is funny, right? Because it'll probably come up in that screen and in it. But like one of me, one of my favorite shots yeah. is where the um, lap dancers on the bar yeah. and the three lads are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got no shoes in it. Oh, like, yes. I know which one you mean. From the, um, yeah, because we're selling a The stag do thing. Yeah, we're selling yeah, yeah, a yeah. lifestyle. And I'm just like, fucking hell, that's good. You guys genuinely speaking no bullshit yeah were the first people to teach me what the difference between a brand was and a business good mate Gen- genuinely mean good, that good because when i first joined see that that's what that's what i love about you mate you're so open and i saying that yeah that within your own you know because i i i recognize you as an influencer and mm. a role model for people as yeah. well and i can see the brand that you've become as Jack Dyson. Yeah. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm really proud that I mm. kind of just changed your perspective on it to kind of... Absolutely. ...for that. So, you know, you saying that, mate, is like... We, you know, when I, I was, when I first joined Goodwin Smith, I was, how old would I have been? 24? Yeah. Still a kid. Still a yeah. kid now, I guess, in many ways. Yeah, yeah. But 
you know, still naive and I had many ideas, but, you know, you need people around you to support you with that. And you've been in the game a lot longer than I have. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's putting that ego to one side and just understanding that people are here to help. You know, yeah. we're, we're all here for the greater good of this one big, bigger yeah. picture thinking. So, yeah. but genuinely branding was massive for us. Yeah. And the reason, a lot of the reason why Goodwin Smith got the traction it did early on to propel it into what it is now was through your guys' involvement, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Like, because it made us stand out. It was, it was literally what, what yeah. puts on the map. The shoot that we did with Callum Best in the penthouse, yeah. in the Keep hot, them, in, yeah, in, in the hot tub, yeah, yeah. you know, the Goodwin Smith yeah. um, house party or whatever it is that we yeah. came up with. All these little micro moments create, create a brand. Mm. You know, it's, it's not just like, I think people get caught up with branding, but it's kind of like, particularly when they're starting out, this is the logo, yeah. this is what we're selling, this is what we want to do, let's do a shoot. Yeah. And then let's run with it. And then twelve months later, on as an individual, I'll check in with that brand, and they're still doing the same thing. Yeah. They're still using the same content, and it's just like that's there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. But you've got to evolve. You've got to you know keep keep pushing the boundaries and keeping people engaged. Yeah. And that's something I think working with you guys yeah. with Goodwin is what we were really yeah. fucking good at. Yeah. Because it was con like people, our customers, were people in, looking forward to seeing what we're putting out. Yeah. It was. It almost got to the point where it was like. Well, I'm expecting great products. Like the shoes will be great, so it's fine. Whatever they are, I don't. I, right. what, what What's the campaign? Right, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's the same. Like that yeah. concept is the same with all these big brands. Yeah. It's just like when you watch like the Apple ads yeah. or like the Coca-Cola Christmas ad. Yeah. Like, I'm not thinking about the, the bottle of Coke you that know I'll be drinking. I know what they do. Mm. I'm just waiting to be impressed. Yeah. And that's what branding is, isn't it? Yeah, it's feeling exactly something. That, yeah. And and you guys were you know really. On a personal level, but also as a brand, really pioneered that for us. Yeah. Um, but going back to that nude campaign, because I like this story. So I remember we, I'd said to Tim Smith and Naomi and the team, I want to do this nude campaign. Yeah. And it's something that I had in my head years gone by. And again, probably you planted the fucking seed no, don't of it. Not this one. 100% you did. But what, so you told me, I was like, yes. Um, because I wanted to do something really radical. Yeah. Like, because I knew that it was kind of like, the mission statement for me, yeah. what I was given was, you need, to, you need to make us seen nationally, but with a local budget. Yeah. Okay, essentially. Yeah. So how do you do that? You go viral, right? Yeah. Well, going viral isn't about spending it, but it can be about spending a shitload of money if you do it properly. Yeah. But when you're trying to do it astutely, yeah. there's certain things you have to do. Typically being controversial is one of them. So I was like, right, let's do a nude campaign. Yeah. And the guys were like, with men. And I was like, no, 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 with women. So I started sitting, I remember sitting in the office with Naomi and we were watching uh, that Blurred Lines, Robin Thicke video. Yeah, yeah. As for inspo. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of all these different ways of doing it and X, Y, and Z, and how do we you know, encapsulate how we... Da, 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 da. And I remember watching this video maybe three or four times in quick succession. At the end of it, I was like, we just literally need to just copy that. And she just looked at me and she was like, what do you mean? I said, that video, do it with shoes. And she was like, yeah, probably, yeah. So I pitched it to, to the guys um, and they were like, Okay, well, let's do it then. And then I remember having the conversation with you because I was so excited. Yeah, I yeah. knew. You're not getting your resistance. I knew because normally it was me that was like, yeah. Tim, let's just yeah. chill out a little Which bit. Which is funny, right? Let's pull it back. And I remember saying to Neil, just like, at the time, Jack, oh, we need Jack, to talk. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What's happened? No. And I remember calling you saying, We've got an idea and I think you're going to love it. Yeah. And I remember you just went quiet. I remember you just going quite quiet. And I think Kay was the one that was talking at this point. She was like, 
what is it? What is it? So I started explaining on the phone and then I like almost could picture you sat in your chair, <laughs> listening, just taking it in. And then as soon as I said the words nude, you just went, let's do it. Let's do it. And then just like it, mine just exploded. Um, and then within what? A month we pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. And that was epic. I remember I mean, coming down um, and we're measuring up and putting tape on the floor. How are we going to do it? And then we yeah. got the vinyl guy out and everything. It Because it was, sick. the thing for me, the execution was awesome. Mm. So, you know, like anything that we did together, yeah. you know, when you look at, and I encourage anybody, by the way, this isn't a plug at all, but go on to Tim's website. I'm sure there'll be the Goodwin Smith stuff. Yeah, Check yeah. it out because yeah. it was insane. Yeah. I'll put the link in. in this insane. Um, to this day, I stand by. So it's some of the best. I forgot creative. again. A thing was just like I need to look back and have a genuinely have a think about what we. I look back. Forgot about. I it. literally look back on them now. It's like nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. It? It's like that feeling of yeah, like yeah. it's like having a kid yeah. almost and watching it grow up. Yeah. And I remember us doing it, but the thing that I loved about that campaign wasn't there was there's three parts to it. There was the results. Yeah. There was the end product. When I say results, I mean the impact that it yeah, had. Yeah. But before the product, it was actually creating it. And that journey that we went on together, because it, you know, we had a really tight budget. Yeah. You know, I don't, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. to watch that music video, you could have spent hundred grand. Easy. Easily. Easy. You could have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was little things like finding the models, you know, trying to find like, you know, the right, the fit yeah. and telling the story in which, you know, what uh, each guy represented. And, you know, even things like location. You know, locations can be expensive. So we were like, do you know what? You, let's use our warehouse. Let's build a set in our warehouse, which everyone at the time was like, what? I remember you were just like, mate, it's, it's not going to work, is this? It's going to look shit. And I said, just come. I remember you came down yeah, the gym yeah, on like yeah, a Saturday yeah, or something. Yeah. And we did measured up and you were like, might work this, might work. I didn't realize how big it was. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then basically what I'm trying to get at is for me, the journey yeah. was epic. Yeah. That I the day was great and yeah. the end bit was great because we've got great results. People but forget about that. The journey in between yeah, and yeah. really that story is a catalyst for just life. Yeah. A billion in, percent, mate. In itself. It's what you're saying about the Blackpool one. I love the journey up to it. Mm. And you get to the day and you just enjoy it. And I'm like, look, the thing's not there, yeah. but I've enjoyed everything up to it. And whatever happens, happens. Absolutely. Um, there's, there's... People forget about that ride, that journey up to it, that they focus so much on the end thing that mm. they forget that bit. But it's like anything in life, whether it's going on a trip, whether it's um, a fitness goal, whatever it is. When you look back on something, you look the fondest memories you have of that memory isn't the end bit. It's the bits that got you to where you set out. That's the, the big, the, the, for me, the biggest thing in life is that that journey defines the outcome and that was yeah. the end goal, which is amazing. You know, whether it's positive or negative, learn yeah. from it, but the journey's the main bit because you're always on that journey, like just constantly. It might yeah. be a different one, but you're always on one. And when you start to learn to appreciate the journey, that's when it, life becomes really fucking special. Do you know what I mean? Oh, mate, honestly, yeah. Like, and I think we've, I'm all, I'm I think we've done that. Yeah. It, as individuals, probably. I, I've been, you know, I've, I've not seen Tim for, oh, are we recording this, by the way? Or yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. Hi. We've not seen each other for, for three years? Yeah, it must be, yeah, something like that. Not, like, we stay in touch, but not yeah, like, yeah, you know, we've yeah. not seen each other. And we can just pick this up and just keep going, which is epic in itself. Yeah, yeah. But I've watched Tim and Kay and the rest of the team and new members of the team that I've not even met yeah. grow 
And this is this isn't sounding patronising at all. This is me just as a Mate, fan. Honestly, appreciate genuinely yeah, yeah. just watching you guys just develop and you know every every time I see a new client that you're working with or like a, just a new initiative that you introduce, the one that sticks with me is the one that you do about giving back. What's yeah, the free Fridays. Love it. I remember saying that to That's Naomi right. when I was at Goodwin. When you when you'd launched that, yeah. first thing I said was. That's annoying because we pay a lot of money for that service. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of it, I was like, I love that. Yeah. Just and I and I, again, it's something that I'm trying to do more of. You know, as I get older yeah. and become more experienced, and you know, there's the next generation coming through. Yeah. I I try and do that myself and give I, back. I think what it was the main the, the main thing. It's for such it. a special you're, thing. You'll probably sort of. Um, relate to this is um i I didn't have any role models Mm. um coming up Um, i've not had any mentors i'm not anybody and i asked for help and nobody gave me any help yeah and i thought you know when i'm actually a financially all right and i can give back i'm gonna give an hour and a half to people um i had a girl who was a beauty salon across the way you know struggling a little bit just coming in for a bit of advice Mm. she's now got a new place a new yeah and it was just advice that people need, and just it. a little bit of mentoring, or I don't whatever. I don't know what you call it, but it's whatever just it a is, bit of direction. Whatever it is, for me, it's being a good fucking person. I think so, mate. Yeah. It's you know, it's not about using. It's not trying to leverage a relationship to get yeah. something out of it. Yeah. It's getting. It's giving somebody something that they need. Yeah. Selflessly. Expectations which, is which, a motherfucker. Which is also interesting because I mean, you say selflessly, but when I do it. Uh, genuinely, whenever I do anything for anybody, I get an absolute thrill out of it. Like, like warms my heart thrill. Like, more than any any monetary gain, yeah. more than any whatever it is, buying something new or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you can when you can say that you've actually helped somebody, another human being, that you've helped like helped them get somewhere. Special feeling is that Ugh. special. I wish more people knew the feeling because if they did the world would be a better place because more people would do it. More people would do it. It's, it's an expectation is such a, a motherfucker and it's just, you know, it's hard for people sometimes because I, I don't, I know people who want to do stuff, but what, what they do is they, they actually judge the shadow that they're casting. Mm. Um, and I've, I've said this to a few people about, um, there's a Chinese proverb concept, whatever it is, and it's like, if you stand up straight, don't be scared of casting a crooked shadow. Mm-hmm. And what it means is, if your intentions are right, yeah. right. Listen, what you're going to be casting is different. Mm. People are going to be judging. Oh, they're doing it for this. They're mm. doing it for that. Mm. People don't do stuff because of that shadow that they're casting. No. And you, you've got to, you've got to stop it. It's, it, yeah. it's such a. And the phrase come back to like, don't be scared of your shadow. That's mm. what it really means. Mm. Is look, do stuff because that's who you are. Don't mm. be scared of oh, who she thinks she is doing that. Mm. Da, da, da. Don't do anything. Don't expect anything. Just do it because that's who you are. I think a lot of people are scared of themselves. Yeah. Not of other people. Yeah. They're they're scared of, of what's in them. Yeah. Because they, they don't know what it is. Yeah. It's the fear of the unknown, isn't it? Most people typically will find something that they fall into naturally, the comfort zone, if you will. It's like we were talking before we were recording. Comfort zones. And because they know that there's nothing wrong with that comfort zone mentally, like they, they, they're fine with it, it's, they're used to it, they don't ever explore anything else. Yeah. But what, what's amazing is that when you do exit that comfort zone, it's a, for me anyway, every time I've done it, yeah. as, as a human, it's amazing how quickly you adapt and then that next yeah. level becomes the comfort zone. And that's how you always develop. 
like if, if you're here and your comfort zone is kind of like you know pretty chilled I'm fine one step yeah change yeah and instantly comfort zone's gone yeah it's gone up a, it's gone up a notch but people are just terrified to take that yeah. next step with the with the uh, shadow analogies it's a very similar thing because they're scared of people's perception of themselves yeah. like there's a million and one people that will see what I do for a living or see what you know content that I put out and whatever and they'll, some of the people won't like it or they'll question it or they'll, you know. Easy thinking is. And that's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, that's fine. Like, yeah. I, I, used to, I used to be really bothered. Genuinely really bothered by other people's opinions. At um, what age? What, what younger or? I, well, as a kid, I was always very insecure. Yeah. Like, hugely. Like, people that meet me now. I, even now, I'm a little bit insecure. Like, I'm not scared to sort of to yeah. admit it. But, like, I mean, I was bad. Like... You know, wanted to be friends with everybody. Massive people pleaser. Just because I, because I, I just didn't know who I was. I didn't know yeah. what I, what I represented yeah. in life, which is weird to say now, but I just didn't. And it's a horrible feeling, is that? Because I was co- always confident in myself, talking to people. You know, just like communicating. But there was no- nothing deeper, if that makes sense. So I didn't really know yeah. what to run with. You were scared of people not liking you. Yeah. So you ended and, up fitting in. Yeah, and you just conform. And yeah. I and I tried everything, everything. You know, I tried going to the, the places that people went to, speaking a certain way or wearing something or, you know, whatever it was. And then over time, I'm just going back to your question, when did, when did I kind of click? I would say maybe, it was quite late on, I would probably say 20, 25, 20, only in the last five years, I would say, that I've, I can genuinely say, look was in the mirror. Was it a series of events or was it one event where you, you, you thought, I'm actually Jack Dyson now? I think it happened again when I was a kid, when I knew I was creative and then I wasn't academic. It, you just have these moments where you kind of like, for me, it's consistency is everything. Everything is, is down to consistency. You don't, get, you don't get anywhere with a one-hit wonder. Like, you don't. And I think just even character building is the same. And as I kind of have grown up and, you know, you meet all these people, you know, whoever they are along this sort of life journey... And people say nice things about you and they're very warming towards you and, you know, you create these networks and these, these, these bonds. I think that's when, and as you get older, you appreciate that more, I think. You appreciate, yeah. you value people, that, yeah. like good people. And I started to learn that there's a difference between friends and acquaintances. Big difference. Yeah. And when I learned that, I invested more in friends and I think then very quickly learned that they're the people that really matter. These people, not so much. Like, I won't be a dick with you, like, if I don't know you. Like, I'd love to get to know everybody. And, but we're not friends, and that's fine. But when you, I think, when, you are comf- when you're in the right environment and you're in the right, the right company, I think that's when you really become the best version of yourself. Yeah, agreed, mate. Re- you, you, don't, you don't get there on your own. It's like I just made the reference yeah. about me learning about branding, the difference between branding and yeah. a, a business. I didn't get there just because I woke up one day and realized that, oh, that's how it, you yeah. guys did that. Yeah. It's being around the right people yeah. to, to, to learn that. Yeah. And I think that's when I really quickly learned that maybe what I do stand for, and again, it's a journey. Yeah. You know, this isn't like just one thing that I woke up and thought, well, yeah. I'm just gonna have a beard or, yeah. you know, whatever. It's just like, I think it just naturally happens and you just become more com- confident in yourself. And I think also when, when you have goals and you achieve things, that also helps because I, th- I think that's when you, as a person, you start to realize that you're actually doing something right. 
it's when you achieve something. Yeah. Because when you're just constantly coasting through life, yeah. with no real KPI, if you will, nothing yeah. to really measure whether you've got nothing to gauge it off. So how can you how can you grow? How can you know whether you've done the right thing then? Or whereas when I think when you've achieved something, it's easy for you to look back and say, probably need to do more of that, or that was the right thing to do. Let's mm. implement that there. And that isn't just necessarily like on a commercial level or a business level. That's like as a person, yeah. you know, that friendship that I've but got. You know what I th- think, Jack? Yeah, I think you've probably just summed up why I do Freak Fridays. Yeah. It's to help get me into people's lives to let them know these things. Yeah. That they're not around that. And for me, for somebody just to come in and mm. me give them the permission to be themselves mm. is such a big thing. It's, but it's inspiring to them. Genuinely inspiring. But I've never really understood it properly maybe until you've just said that and maybe that is what you know they've got a group of friends around and i've just injected myself into that person's life and they've actually gone i am all right being me maybe this goal that tim's giving me right now Mm. is what i need to do that so to exit the comfort zone and to level up yeah because a lot of people come in mate they've got such great brands themselves of course they do i've watched the videos but they don't i've 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 literally watched the stuff that you put out like this isn't just me bullshitting because I'm I'm seeing you today and I thought I better do a bit of recon. Like I've literally over the last three three years, whatever it is since you've been doing it, and I've watched the content and I've seen the people that come in and I love I love I think I can't remember which video it was that you did. I remember reaching out to you at the time and saying that was really good, and I think it was something to do with the journey that this this person had been on. Yeah, it was the concept that I fell in love with, not necessarily the brand. Yeah, so I can't remember what it was, but it was more the fact that you'd you'd met cold. Yeah. Given something for free. Yeah. Rebranded, did X, Y, and Z. You met them in the store. Yeah. And you see them flourishing. And it's yeah. like, that's inspiring. So inspiring. You know, is it just as an individual, hmm. just to see some, you know, somebody or a business give back like that yeah. is really special. I know, I just, I think what I need to do, mate, is like, obviously, we've just talked about this quite a few times, is step back a little bit more. And actually, I've got a quote on my wall upstairs, and it says, if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you know the life's moving pretty fast you're mm. gonna miss it mm. and it's from ferris bueller it's one of my favorite quotes mm. but i'm not doing it enough mm. i'm not stepping back and kind mm. of going look i've know? i've started doing that since i've moved to the city what what's the reason why would you say that again i think it's i think it's comfort zones as well i think i when i so when i moved to boulder which was i've been there for five six months now um, I still lived in my hometown in Clitheroe and was commuting and so my personal life didn't really change but my career took a huge huge change huge gear yeah, switch yeah, you yeah. know I went from literally third gear and now I'm, I'm in sixth and yeah. fucking loving it it's brilliant but I made a decision that I was like for, for me again to level up I need to exit this comfort zone yeah. and move to the city I've always known I've needed to do it but just the, the, the new opportunity is in the city so the catalyst is to go and I think just being grateful for what you have around you is really important. But moving to the city, what it's done for me is it's given me a bit of clarity because everything in my life in the last six months has changed. Everything. Where I live, who I associate with, my career, where I'm going to work. Everything's different. All, po- all for positives, you know, and, and they're all self-made. Like, I'm, I've never been, never been happier. Uh, but just because it's changing for the better doesn't mean it's easy to change. Does that make sense? Very good, mate, yeah. And I really struggled the first few months when I moved. Yeah. I felt very 
again, go almost like the feeling when I was younger of who, who am I? Like yeah. I know, I know what I am. Yeah. I know what I want to be, but yeah. right now, I'm in this kind of like transitional period of like, well, I'm not that anymore, and I'm I'm here, and I know that by being here I'll be over this way at some point soon, but. I need to get there really quickly. Like in my head, I was like, I need, you know, and like building a network and yeah. finding people. And I really struggle with that, really struggles. And again, it comes down to being around the right people. You know, I'm blessed that I work with some incredible people at, at the new, new place. Really supportive, great philosophy, great business ethic, everything, just everything you would want to in an employer and the team, Amazing. which really helped. Yeah. You know, I've been very bullish in meeting new people socially. You know, whether that's through um, going out in the city or, you know, training or whatever. It's the people around you that really create a lifestyle. You can't, you, you, I genuinely don't think you can be happy on your own. I don't think you can be. And I think that's why relationships are the, are the number one thing to focus on in life. Everything else is fine. You know, there's other, other things, health and fitness yeah. and goal setting and, you know. Yeah. But relationships... Without without good relationships, you won't achieve anything. That um, transition from Goodwin Smith to Boulder, can you can you tell me about? Because obviously, I, I didn't know. I just yeah. the, got the a message off here. I was like, "Fucking hell, man!" That's, Tim, I've gone. That's just like holy shit! What a massive step for you. Yeah. You no, know, sad. You know. Yeah, it's um, like an end of an era. Yeah. 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 Like bittersweet, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. I I did five years with Goodwin Smith, give or take. And, you know, we built something really special. Like, I'm, to this day, super proud of what we did. Yeah, Collectively. I think we just absolutely killed it. Yeah. Uh, for, for, the, for, what, for what we had at our disposal yeah. versus the, out, the, the output yeah. and the, the, the outcome, epic. It's almost, what I loved about it was David and Goliath. You know, we had the Ted Bakers and all these yeah. things and Goodwins. There was just something, because we're so close to the sun on that brand, that we're just like, every, we're creating, mate, we're disrupting the market and I can feel it yeah. and I'm a, like... A, I felt it I every week. It. Yeah. Every week that passed. I used to, I remember we used to have our meetings about sales. It all came down to sales, it's business. Yeah. And yeah, you could look at your social following and look at who's wearing our stuff this week. But genuinely, it's down to yeah. how many pairs of shoes did we sell every week. Yeah. And you know, when you go from selling, when we, I think when I first joined Goodwin Smith, I think we were doing ten pairs a week online, maybe. Yeah. Because it was new. You know, it was just you know. And when I left, we were probably doing peaks and troughs, but on average, I reckon we were doing maybe fifty pairs a day. Every day with better margins um, big growth big growth so it was a really special moment for me Goodwin Smith and I, and I, and I owe them so much yeah. genuinely for the opportunity that I was given because yeah. they, they rolled the dice with me it was you know I didn't go for an interview it wasn't a case of yeah. I proved that I knew what I was doing but there was no like process of like you know I come from this background I've, I've achieved it yeah. it was very much yeah. a gentleman's agreement and you know face value love that and Again, sort of nod to myself that I was able to convince these people that I had something about me that, you know, no, nothing I've achieved has come down to luck at all. Every yeah. single bit has come down to me working fucking hard and being at the right place mm. at the right time. And you need to you need to do that. I think you know what that's like. Yeah. You've got to be in it to win it. You can't yeah. just sit there and because I've got a degree or I don't even have a degree, but for most people that do, now I'm waiting for this golden opportunity. It doesn't work. Life, life owes you nothing. Totally it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't owe you anything. So 
five years there, amazing experience, met some incredible people and did some great things. And it really got to a point for me where, how do I say? I can only do something if, if, if I've got fire in me, if I really, really yeah. care about something, whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm not a yes man. Yeah. I'm not, I don't settle. I, I only, if I really give a shit, I'll go all in. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether it's a relationship with a woman, whether it's a, fa- a family problem that I really need to sort out, yeah. fitness, whatever it is, I'm all in. But if I, I can't do it half assed And I think you know when your time, not when your time is up, I think that's the wrong thing to say, but this whole thing again about comfort zones. I was, at, at Goodwin Smith, I was very much in my comfort zone, very much. And partly because I'd, you know, you know, personally I'd achieved a lot and I'd created something really great within within my circle. You know, there's a team involved, don't get yeah, me yeah, wrong. Yeah. We have people to this day that are still there. Unbelievably talented people in yeah. logistics, product design. But in my little bubble... Yeah, you've done your bit. I'd, I'd done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I set it up, yeah. you know, and, and, I'm, and I was thrilled with it. But I started getting itchy feet. I started, I was like, am I, am I, am I winning here still? Like bigger picture winning. And uh, it just so happened that um, I was chatting away to, to, to somebody, a mutual friend, and she, she said to me, uh, she referenced Boulder Skins. I can't remember what it was. Something about our CEO, Nathan. She knew him personally. C- can you give a bit of background of Boulder Skins and what, what yeah. it's all about? Just for, for people who don't know who Boulder Skins So are. Boulder Skins make the best leather jackets in the world. Um, seven, about seven, eight years old and was formed by our CEO, Nathan Alexander. And Nathan set it up um, through again through a, a passion for, for clothing and products. Um, he strives for quality, perfection. He's only he's obsessed. Is that your middle name, Alexander? Alexander is my middle That's name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Harry, and, Harry uh, Alexander. Jack Jack Alexander Harry Dyson. That's it, there we go, right? So. And uh, so yeah, so Nathan set it up seven, eight years ago and then our MD Blue Wilson, they met and, and together they've just created this global brand, this unbelievable brand that is encompasses everything that me and you believe in with branding they they literally live and breathe it they they care so much about the values they care so much about the products about the customers the people and i was a boulder skins fan i was a customer you know i'm I'm not just you know representing it now because i work for them i I was a genuine i bought into it so um my friend told me about nathan and i was like i had one of those moments i was like you know him and she was like, yeah, yeah, She was like, and then she literally said, she was like, in fact, you two need to meet. Like, why, let's make this happen. I was like, make it happen, let's do it. And I remember I met with Nate. Because you were you getting the fire in the belly. I, would, just, I just get excited. Because I, I love I love meeting inspiring people. Yeah, yeah. And I knew that, I knew you'd heard a lot about Nathan and obviously with Bowler Skins. And I was like, I just, just again, just to learn. Yeah. Just to experience it. And it's just all, you know, it's all life, life skills, isn't it? And long story short, got the email and we met with Nate. And um, it was fantastic. Went to the, he- the headquarters um, over in Salford, just out of Manchester, and just got on really well. Like I told him, like what, what I'm doing and what I'm working on. And at this point, there was no, there was nothing. You know what I mean? There was, yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. was no motive. No expectations. It was just. This is what I'm saying to people was, about just talking to people. I was literally fanboy. Do, do you know what upset? I know it's a bit of a tangent one. This really annoys me at the minute, right? Yeah. It's people connect me on LinkedIn, right? And within two minutes. Um, we do this. Do, 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 do you want that? I said, have you ever 
ever heard mm. about building a relationship yeah. and fucking doing it all the time and not having an expectation to connect me. with somebody. I die inside. I'm just like, fuck me. Do you know what's even worse when they get your name wrong? <sighs> because it's the copy and paste job and they've, like, they've emailed it to like Susie before you and then anyway I want to hear somebody I love LinkedIn by the way LinkedIn's epic I do like LinkedIn for anybody that's listen watching get on LinkedIn if you're not because it's a golden a golden opportunity right now we can talk about that later but anyway met with Nath got on really well and and shook his hand at the end of it and and left it said let's stay in touch and then he emailed me a few weeks later and just said you need to meet you need to meet Blue uh, who's the MD he said I I, I'm very much sort of behind the scenes. I'm product. I'm blue. Yeah. Is the is the one she makes it happen. She's and she's fucking brilliant. She is fire. Um, so I met with Blue and uh, and again, again very informal chat. And I, again, I kind of got that fire in my belly. Right. That one that I got when I was yeah when I met with Goodwin, and I was like, and it was again at their headquarters, and I could see I was sat in the office and I could see the team, and I just got this. The only way I can describe it. Because I'm a massive football fan, yeah. So I I treat I treat my career almost like a footballer, which sounds a bit pathetic. But I so you know you look at when they're like they're trying to get a transfer and yeah. they're moving and they're trying to you know get into a Champions League club or whatever. And um, I remember going into Boulderskins and looking around just and I almost like tr- looked at it as all like the training the training ground and I'm meeting like with the with the manager and like they're the, the players. I'm like. I could see myself playing here. I could see, I could genuinely, I just felt this like yeah. energy, inspiring energy in this, this place and, and the, the things that they told me. And everything was really resonating with me. And I had my leather on. I wore my leather when, I'm, when I met him. I was like, I'm a fanboy. I love it. It was, it was brilliant. And then, you know, um, dialogue happened and, and you know how it is in business. You, Did you, when you're doing it, obviously we talked about this before about you visualising. Yeah. When you're doing that, are you visualising yourself there where you've already kind of, what you did with good, are you already seeing yourself working in there? Because I talk about visualisation a lot to people and, you know, yeah, it's I almost mean, sat in a chair and you can feel the keyboard under your fingers. Not, and, not literally, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive planner. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really live in the moment, if I, like in, in the sense that I'm very sort of micro, live in the moment, macro goals. Right. So I'm very much a bigger picture thinker. Yeah. Like I, I, I do like to think long term. Um, I'm not as spontaneous perhaps as I would sometimes like to be. I think yeah. people that are super spontaneous, I find quite inspiring actually. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah. it. I'm not that kind of person. And again, that's fine. That's, that is what it is. I'm this way. So when I was there, not necessarily visualizing myself sat there, but when I was speaking to them and listening to their goals and aspirations and stuff, I, I, I could feel, I genuinely felt that me being there, I could add something. I, and, I, and I said that later on, I was like, oh, I just think there's something in it. I think there's, you know, I feel like we could really do something. And, you know, eight months later, I'm sat in front of you as the global brand manager Good point, yeah. which is a cool title isn't it yeah it's really cool it's man. a really cool yeah. title well deserved yeah well it's, deserved man. it's make no mistake the brand is yeah. insane yeah right so but, it's a different game to what I was at Goodwin but I've seen too many brands not do what they need to do because yeah. the person running it yeah. is not adhering to and cultivating it being organic and it's like a baby you need to look after that you do. thing it's, and a lot of people get a brand and don't look after yeah. it yeah and I think that with Boulder Skins what is what inspires me is the team in that building 
because they genuinely give a shit like like I do yeah. and, and that's what and again talking about being around the right people yeah. like you can't if I was the only person sat in that room that felt like that you can't you can't you can't prosper you can't develop into something yeah. so I'm now in an environment where I genuinely think there's something I mean special already pre me right yeah. that's why I loved it and now I'm in it I'm just like this is insane I'm, every day I go in and I'm just like I and this is all like when we talk about sort of looking back and sort of living and appreciating what you have I feel really blessed to, to do what I do for a living genuinely Good um, like I said I work hard and I, and I can yeah, bring yeah. something to the table and all you know obviously it wouldn't be there otherwise but it's having that appreciation I wake up every day buzzing I did um, I think with you Jack you've got a, a natural talent for it mate Right, and yeah. I think a lot of people can graft hard and they can work hard, and it's a given that work, you need to do that, whatever. Yeah. But you've also got the talent attached to it as well. Yeah, I appreciate you've, you've got a gift for looking at brands, understanding people mm. is a big one. Understanding mm. people because that's is. all a brand is. It is. It's, 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 it's understanding people. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's understanding what makes people tick. Yeah, and then adapting to that. Yeah, I've never. I'm very, I'm very open to, to new ideas. I'm very open to fresh approaches, and you know. But I think the uh, the ability to be able to adapt is is everything. 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 The, one of my favourite quotes is, "It's not the strongest that survive; it's the ones that learn to adapt." And true. it's so true. True. So it's like me. True. I've adapted, mate. You know. Look at what you. When, when I when you. I first started, like you, it's just like I'm all brand, brand, brand. But after spending time with you, after spending time with the people, yeah. I'm thinking I've got to fucking sell stuff, and I'm just like I can't be all fucking magic fairy dust. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I've yeah. actually got a product I need selling. Yeah. So Merch. I can't. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it can't be all that. So I've had to adapt my way of thinking. As an agency, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you have because um, that's been the scariest bit for me. They to be see they. See, Clients see, I've been on both sides of the fence. Yeah. So, and I think when we first ever met in this very building, when I was explaining kind of where I come from, mm. I said to you, like, I'm on your team. Yeah. Because I think that what happens is a lot of people come on board yeah. when, like, as a client, and it's like, they get yeah. very defensive about costs or concepts. And I remember saying to you guys, like... Yeah, you I've, know what, I, Jack, thinking about it, and I'm looking back now, mate, I think that's one of the things that I, I like, because I've worked with so many people, yeah. and people come in trying to prove something. Mm. You were not coming in to try to prove something. You were trying to come in and work as a team. And I remember, I remember mm. that that bit, and I thought, you know what, this is going to work, this. You've, you've, you've... What kills me inside, in business, is when people don't value people's time. And as an agency, yeah. pe people that have never worked in an, on an agency environment or level will never know this or understand it. But the amounts of hours mm. that you guys put into that presentation document yeah, yeah. or that concept yeah. that's never billed or accounted for verges on being fucking scary. Yeah. Because it, it's like, we've so I'm, I'm charging you a week's worth of work. I've already put in three weeks. Yeah. Just to pitch it, you yeah. might not even go with it. It's scary. It and and I I, I remember yeah. when I worked for the agency, <laughs> and I wasn't even the business owner. But even I was like, we're putting a lot of eggs into this basket, and we don't even own the basket yet. Like, yeah. and we don't even own the eggs. <laughs> we don't have anything. No, no. 
so when I came in to, to meeting with you guys, I, it was really important to me. And again, it's, yeah. it's working with people and getting the best out yeah. of people. Like I, I, want, I wanted to get you guys on side. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, because I, want, I wanted it to work. It's yeah. for me, relationships are everything in business. Yeah. Like, I wanted you to understand that. It's rare that, you know. I'm on your fucking team. I'm not. I, I don't think you realise how rare that is because I get so many people coming here shouting orders yeah. at us, saying, this is how I want it, this is what it. And so... You don't you don't build a relationship like no. that. And there's and there's a transparency to it as well. There's I you know, again, on the other side of it, not as an agency, but now me being sort of a, working on brand. Yeah. When I'm coming to you, I still want to be transparent with you and say like and I, I think you know, to be fair, we were pretty transparent and say, Tim, like it's just too much. Like yeah, yeah, we've yeah. literally got this to play with. So yeah. the concept's amazing, we can do it. Yeah. Within this, let's do it. And yeah. it's just having that relationship and that transparency with people that gets the best out of both sides because as soon as with a relationship it's like a, it's like an actual relationship any business relationship 100%. as soon as one of the one of the parties isn't interested yeah or is less interested or they're heartbroken and they're not happy yeah it's game over yeah, yeah. it's game over because you just won't get the best out of it yeah like long term mm. you might get away with it for like one you know one or two months like just but eventually when the damage has been done yeah. unless you either talk it out it'll die yeah and and that's where it's a great analogy mate and I've, I've done that from you know with the business and mm. talking to people it is like dating you know you're starting off dating with people and you know what I mean I've got you just a, said it on LinkedIn then a prime example it's literally like me going up to a girl yeah at a bar yeah. before I've even had a drink in me and I've just literally watched her walk in she's not even had a drink self and going yeah, to yeah. saying fancy it yeah Nah. Right now, like just let's just skip yeah. all the oh, the shit. niceties. Yeah, let's yeah, just yeah, I literally yeah. live ten minutes away. Yeah, I would never never do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what people do. Yeah. It's all it's all like yeah. they forget that you've got relationship is the key to it. Everything you got to court them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to make them feel special. You've yeah, got to yeah, get to yeah. know them, see whether you if both... If you read my website, that's what my website's written like about dating and courting and building a relationship and stuff. And I've if I don't stolen like, it, it from there, Tim, from years know. ago. But if you're not dating, um, if, if dating that person and courting them, you don't like them, I don't work with them. I don't carry on that relationship. Yeah. I don't do stuff just for the sake of having yeah. money. It's, you know what I mean? You've got to enjoy it, haven't you? You've, you've got to, you've got to, because life is too short for anything in between. Yeah. Life is way too short to have, to be involved in things that you just not, have no interest in. Yeah. Because you could, be, you could be doing something that you love right now. Everybody can do that. Yeah. You just have to find it. So tell me, go back to the Goldwyn Smith, the Boulder Skins, that final bit where you said to look Tim, yeah. I've, I've had this um, offer. Yeah, so that was really hard. Yeah. That was really tough, actually. Probably... It was literally like breaking up with somebody. Yeah. Because it was totally out of the blue. So, and, and even it was out of the blue for me, weirdly, because as an individual, and everybody knows this, when you're kind of, when you are transitioning into a new job, you're there's a motive there, right? So you know that you want the job and you negotiate and stuff. But when it actually comes down to telling your employer that you're going, it's still very raw to you as a person. So I remember that, I can't remember what, whatever date it was that I got the offer, but I remember getting it. And I think you know you want a job when you, when you, again, yeah. when you feel it. The fire, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you feel it. And as soon as I got offered it, I was like, I was literally, I felt like I'd won the Champions League and the World Cup. Like, just, just, I was like, I can't fucking wait. Like, I was buzzing. And then it was like, as soon as I had that feeling, immediately after it, it was like, we have to tell the team. We have to tell the team I'm going. And, and 
because I'm all about people, I yeah. really, I really feel it. Yeah. You know, and you, you met the team, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Small team, you know, yeah. incredible people. We were literally like a family, literally. And I'm staying in touch with them now, WhatsApp all the time. Like, still, I'm still in the, the, the group chat. Like, we still take the piss out of each other and do whatever we do. But to tell them it was really tough. And it's trying to work out, because for me with business, it's not, how do I say like I'm, I'm not one of the. I'm, I'm very unorthodox. Yeah, yeah, I was similar to you. Yeah, and uh, so I'll play the game and I'll do what I have to, like you know, legally what I have to do and whatever. But like, I'm not one of these people that will just like do a written letter of resignation and then like hand it in and then say right, I'm going in two weeks. Like, I'm not that person. So I remember pulling Tim to one side. It was a Friday afternoon, and everyone had gone, and I was like. I need to tell him this, and he and he, ru- he runs into the office and he was like, "Are you um, are you alright to lock up?" Because he was shooting off somewhere. Fuck's <laughs> sake! Said, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely fine, but I need to borrow you for just a hot second. I just come in." He was like, "Well, just can it, can I can it, can you call me?" I said, "No, no, just come just come in." So I told him, and he just like he was stunned, obviously, um, but he was fantastic about it. Because yeah. I think when you're leaving somewhere, you always worry how people yeah. will react to it. Like, I think that's just human nature. But it, to be genuinely, to be fair absolutely fine the whole team were great and they were super supportive you know wished me well um you know said the time was right and i think people understood that you know i'd given i'd literally given them everything yeah i'd given them my heart and soul yeah so i could leave knowing that i've yeah. left them in a really good yeah. place like even to actually leaving you know trying to set things up no, the legacy of it. I wanted to make sure that it was still, you know, so there's a, there's a process. So it was really tough was that, really tough. But it was the right thing to do. And I and I feel looking back, everything happened as I wanted it to in terms of like everyone yeah. was respected. Everybody felt good about it as much as they could do. And 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 then, then, then there's the next chapter, which is almost like you, you go, it's like a new school, isn't it? Like the new kid in the class and you kind of got to go again. And, but that's life that's life and you know I'm six months into this sort of new this new job and is everything I expect it to be again because they were great at sort of conveying what they wanted out of me and what they're looking to achieve and it's amazing really great it's, it's good to be around like-minded people you're people that really get you know what it's like again your team's exactly the same yeah. diff- completely different business but yeah. you're all moving in a direction together yeah you're a team you're, yeah. you're an army yeah in too many businesses people have hidden agendas they have motives and they have like you know yeah. camps within the within the within the ranks I've got time for that can't do that you can't do that mm. and i think that's why with you look at all these small businesses that are really taking off and i and i and i look at it in my industry life in fashion typically because that's the one that i'm i'm looking at a lot but these small niche brands that are really flying and doing well it's because they represent something. It's because they give a shit. It's because everyone's moving in that direction. Mm. And all it's doing is taking market share from the big boys, from the household names. And why yeah. is that? It's because the big boys have got too many hoops to jump through to make the right decisions. Yeah. The people at the top of the tree are only bothered about this. Yeah. The people at the bottom of the tree have no inspiration or get up and go because They're not there's no communication. Like, yeah, yeah. It's broken. Yeah. So I think the the, the new age of, of businesses now now in twenty twenty and you know probably the last five years it's never been a better time. Yeah, it's, it's it's always difficult to set up new businesses and it's very competitive, obviously. But now 
people are really starting to value working for themselves, setting up brands, setting up businesses. Yeah. I'm really seeing that more than ever. Yeah. Even just from friends. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at, I've got literally friends that I'm, I'm speaking to at the minute that are in the middle of trying to do something for themselves because of exactly what, what I've just said. Because they feel uninspired, because they feel that they don't want to be a yes man somebody. They don't want to, mm. and that's, I think, I think that's a really special thing. I think, it's, I think this, this generation, this age, yeah. I think when we look back in you know, another 20 years' time, mm. the world will be a different place. I hope so. I really do I think do. it will. There'll be, there'll be more people working for themselves. I think people will be happier yeah. because of that. Flexibility is everything. Yeah. People, people value time more, now more than ever, I think, even more than money. I genuinely think that. People, I think, 10 years ago, in business, it was all about this. Yeah. The most I can get. Yeah. Because, because why? Because then I can retire quicker. So I can build this portfolio. So I can da 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 People are now realizing that retirement isn't that fun. Like, you, you work for like 50, 60 years to have a pot of money at the end. At that point, you're tired, you're old, you're not in your prime. Yeah. You've got a pot of money that you have to budget to and everyone else around you is just still just getting on or whatever and you have no purpose anymore. Yeah. Whereas now I think we are realizing as people that we should be valuing now yeah. more and taking ownership of our lives more now, yeah. not when we retire, not this whole like, oh, it'll be fine because you know I'm retiring in 10 years. That kills me when people say that. Yeah. Oh, I'll be fine. I'm, I've got another 20 years and I'm retiring. Why are you retiring 20 years? Like, Retire now. Mm-hmm. Not like actually retire now, but like have that. It's hard though, isn't it? Because just like when people are saying this, they're actually in jobs and they haven't got any purpose in life. So that oh, your end goal is to retire because you're not happy in that time yeah. that you're at. But, you need to, it's really yeah. important to find, find what you give a shit about and do it and, and run with it. Mm. But there's so many people, most people don't know, like I just said before, they don't know what they represent. Yeah. They don't know what they stand for. They don't know what yeah. they don't. They, they genuinely don't know what what makes them tick. Yeah. Other other than that holiday in the Bahamas twice a year and driving a Merc to the office yeah. to the job that they hate five days a week. Yeah. Like that's all they live for. And yeah. it's it, we've created this, you know, as yeah. as, a, as a human race. Like I totally agree. But with it's me. wrong. I totally agree. With it's bro- it's bro- yeah. the system. I think that's broken. and mental health comes into it then, don't they? Because pe- with people, person without any any purpose or identity, just tries fitting in, looking like other people, getting plastic surgery mm. done, you know, doing the same thing as everybody else. Absolutely. Um, and the, the and unless you're headstrong enough to to know that there's a light at the end of that tunnel that you will get there, yeah, it will it will just destroy you. Yeah. But I'm I'm again, I'm really lucky. Two things. One that I think I'm 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 quite a headstrong person. Yeah. So when, don't get me wrong, I'm a very buoyant individual. Like I'm got a lot of energy and like I'm very positive a lot of the time, but I still have shit days. Like yeah. I have shit weeks where I'm like, this is pissing me off or, yeah. but because I've got it in me to, to yeah. know, I've got the self-awareness to know that it's not for everything. Yeah. I can pull myself out of that. What happens if you don't have that? You need to get you, you're screwed. You. Yeah. And that's where the second part yeah, is, yeah. it's the people. Yeah. So if I can't pull myself out of it, Make sure that the people around you yeah. can do it for you. Whether that's your colleagues, whether that's your best friend, whether that's the guys that you train with, whoever, pe- the people on the concierge desk that see you every day walking to and from the office. Just know that you've got people around you that can call, almost call you out on it and say, are you all right? Yeah. Because I think we're, we're also scared to do that ourselves. Yeah. This whole kind of, this talk of mental health 
and the sort of mental awareness. I think mental health is a dangerous thing to say because it always sounds really negative. It's not always negative. I think mental health is just, it's a state, isn't it? It's a state of mind. My mental health is really good, but I've still got mental health, if that makes sense. And having those people around you to say, are you good? Are you actually okay? Do you need me for anything? I do it all the time with people. If I notice anything different, I'll say, are you good? Anything. And 99% of the time, it's, no, I'm fine. Which is great. But, like, I'll make sure I say it. Because it's that one person that says it. That if I do ask you, are you good? And you say, yeah, you're fine. It's that the next time you're at home or you're in the office, silent, on your own. And, you, and, you, and you're in a bit bad place. And you think, Jack asked me if I was alright. I'm not. It could be that one time that you think, I need to tell him. I'm the person you then tell. And that can change somebody's life. Very good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I fucking 100% know what you mean. That's amazing. Like, it is. So, let, let me talk to you about your podcast then. Yeah. Made you think. Yeah. Yeah? Is this what you're talking about? Is this the kind of thing that you've set this podcast? Yeah. Everybody needs to subscribe to Jack's Yeah, podcast. made you think. Made you think. Made you think. Yeah. With Jack Dyson. Do it. Uh, so, I... What was the reason for the name start off with? So, made you think, it, it, it came from, there's a couple of reasons why, um, most of them are to, again, this whole thing of giving back, yeah. and some of them are selfish, because I, I want to develop as a person, and yeah. I think that doing it will, will help me develop. I love communicating with people, I love it, I love talking to people, I love hearing people's stories and learning from other people, and podcasts are, are the, it's the next age of that, isn't it? It's the ne- It's like it's like what Instagram was when it first started. It's being able to talk to people. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Two questions you've asked. One, what is it about? What's the name? Why, where does the name come from? We live in this age where we're constantly on our phone. You can pick it up and you can literally scroll for days. And people do it. I do it aimlessly sometimes. And you put it down after 10, 15 minutes, an hour. If somebody said to you after you've done that, what did you just take away from that? Most people wouldn't be able to give you an answer. They've literally just consumed. No thinking. They've ju- it's just gone in there and then yeah. gone. Tap it. It's a mind... It's yeah. like... It's like. It's just like mind-numbing. Mind yeah. So what I wanted to do was to create something that actually makes people think. That actually... When you listen to the podcast, at the end of it, you don't just move on to the next thing or you stop... You actually think about it. You take something away from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so important Mate, I to I do it me. every single morning. It's part of one of my things that I do in my morning habits is I learn something new every single yeah. day. It's so important. And I think that's what your podcast is about. It's so important. Just somebody can just learn something I just want new. people... I just want people... To change your perspective, to, to change the... Just... just br- and even, genuinely, even if you don't... Because the topics that I talk about and that I will be talking about... Some are quite niche. Like I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this to try and be a name. I'm not doing this to try and monetize. I'm doing it because I want to do it. Because I genuinely think it will help people. You're contributing. I'm just. I'm just putting out goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goodness in the world, and you can never have too much of that. Yeah, never have too much. Yeah. And I want people on there. You'll be on it soon. I just want people on there that inspire me. I don't want names. I don't want like egos. I just want people that I know that inspire me and that I know can inspire other people, and that will make people think. And that's basically where the concept came from. I, I love it. Perfect, I'm, I, love it. And it's like this. Yeah, yeah. All this is like, it's the same thing. People listen to it, yeah. and if, you know, if, if one person takes something away from this today, yeah. and, it's like, and, it's, and it actually resonates, and it helps them make yeah. a decision, yeah. 
that's fucking powerful. Isn't it's it? nice. That's special. Yeah, yeah. It's not about how like we get caught up in, particularly with social media, data and you know reach and distribution algorithms. And one of my friends said to me last week, he said, "So what's the goal with it? Like how many people are listening? And like how many people?" And I'm like, "You're missing the you're missing it here." If five, if five people, genuinely five people listen to it every time I put something out yeah. and love it yeah. and like actually feel something, job done. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing it for anything else. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it for, that, for those people that give a shit and I'm doing it for me selfishly because I genuinely think that I yeah. can get something out of it. It's like yeah. personal development. And how many people can you, how many times can we, if we weren't doing this right now, right, would we be doing this? Would I actually be properly catching up with you and like actually talk? We probably wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's easy to say, yeah, we would do event- yeah, 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 eventually. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Yeah, at my fucking wedding, if I ever get married. Yeah. Because um, you'll, <laughs> you'll be doing the <laughs> shoot. Yeah. You're definitely... <laughs> mate, you think I'm joking. I want Tim Marner at my wedding. Wherever <laughs> it is, I want, I've got very high expectations. Eagles flying in the background. Oh, mate, I want, like, um, a pigeon to bring the ring down. And just place it. Like anyway, digress massively. Yeah. Um, but that is why I'm doing it. It's yeah. to, it's genuinely to just yeah. for people to listen to and to really take something from it. Because yeah. I, I I really I'm quite a deep thinker. I'm a very deep person. So I'm the, I'm, yeah. I don't take myself seriously at all. I take my job and career very seriously. Personally, you know what I'm like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll joke around. We'll take the piss. I'm fine. But I'm actually like a, I'm a, a a gentle soul. Like I'm a real and I think about a lot of shit. And I just, I believe people need to do it more often. Just think more. L- less doing and more thinking. Yeah. Because people don't do that. We're, we're obsessed with mm. consuming and like doing shit. And yeah. sometimes you, before you do it, you should really think about it. Yeah. Think about the impact. It's weird you're saying that because somebody asked me the other day, what was the reason for your podcast? And I replied to him, it's because I love talking to people. Yeah. You're a communicator. And they're too. just like... Yeah, but like, how many views are you getting? How many what's it? You know, what's it? I just, I just love talking to people. It's not about that. I've got that. no expectations of it. It's not about that. Like, people ask me this. I was, I did another podcast with somebody a couple of weeks ago and he, and he's followed me on Instagram for years. And I think it was through Goodwin Smith, actually. And he was like, oh, I love the journey and I love your, the personal thing. And it's funny when people bring up my personal brand and like my Instagram and oh, it looks great. And I'm, I don't genuinely don't think anything of it. Cause I just, I, again, I have on, I do it for me. I don't do it to like. Yeah, I, I, I just enjoy the art. I like of it. Creating. I like it. I like it, Jack, because like your photography of yourself is really good on how you yeah. do it, mate, and the way you do. You know what I mean? You see a fashionable guy. Obviously, the shadow you're casting. Who's this fucking guy? I think he is Novad. Right, not ass. Absolutely, I, I, I know you, yeah. and I know what you're like. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. look at them shots and think that's composition, the way he's dressed, and the way he's styled yeah. it. That's and he's. I'm all right with that. Yeah. But the value underneath the post in the copy, mm. that's what I look at. Yeah. And I think you know what. And that is it's nice, aren't they? That is something that I've said. So on my 2020 goals of this year, the biggest <laughs> one for me is I feel that I'm in a position now for the first time ever in my life where I'm confident and comfortable enough in myself that I feel like I can help other people. Hmm. And I really want to do that more. And, and li- it can be little things. It can be like when I'm writing captions on Instagram. Yeah. It's just another thing that I just, again, if somebody reads that yeah. and it just, just hits a Changes nerve, perspective, yeah. Fucking love That's it. That's all it is. Love it. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. Like, yeah. I, I do it because I enjoy the art of it, yeah, but yeah. I'm, not doing it f- I'm not doing it for ego. I'm not doing, I, I just love creating content 
and communicate with people. Yeah. That's why I love social media. Yeah. That's why I've made a job of it. That's why yeah. I fell into it. Yeah. It's not. It's, there's no premeditated like I want to be the next this or I want to. I just don't care enough. I I just want to be happy and leave a legacy. Your KPI is happiness. Jesus, Jack. I've heard that somewhere. Oh I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> but it's true though, mate. And yeah. and I think yeah, yeah. that oh, really. you yeah. are the exactly the same. I don't give a shit about money, mate. You're the exactly the same. All I care about is that I've got and. Me, my mate Ryan's told me this and he said like the reason you want money is if that dog gets ill through there you can take him to the vets yes. if your mum gets ill you can put her in a home yeah. that's all I care about that. Yeah. I get up every day and I'm buzzing mate honestly I love love my life I get up at 5 o'clock I've got a set routine and I, I just fucking I love it do you know how lucky you are to know what you love to do this is, no, this is another thing that I, that I stress I am grateful people. for it mate honestly it's, I do. it's people that do what they love and there's a lot of people that do what they love. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. But the people that do, I don't think they actually know how lucky they are. I really believe that. Yeah. Like I I I feel so blessed to know what I love doing. Like the fact that I love working in marketing and that I love branding and I love creative and I've made made a, a career of it. Yeah. I genuinely feel so lucky to be able to do that because I've got friends that just have jobs. And like, if I said to them, I can rub a lamp and grant you three wishes, they still wouldn't be able to tell you what would make them happy. Yeah. They just wouldn't because they've not thought about it. They've, they've yeah. fallen into the, into the trap of just yeah. nine to five yeah. salary. Mm -mm -mm. And it's just like, I, I feel so, and that's why I think I'm able to maybe evoke what I do in terms of just trying to inspire people and, and just... Uh, and energy because I, I just but you can feel it in your post mate that's what I'm saying I just really care that's why I know you know it's not that you've got imposter syndrome or anything but no. I, I feel that if I if you step back camera adds 10 pounds Tim whatever I think there's if, two I think if you step back and looked at your own Instagram yeah. and get and realise the value that you give in yeah um, it, it is massive mate. yeah I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy it I really enjoy it and I think with social media gets a, a mm. lot of bad press a lot I can't sing its praises enough. Yeah. Personally. I owe social everything. And that isn't even an understatement. Yeah. I, the, if, I asked, if I had to write a list of relationships in my life, of people that I really value, I dare say that 92, probably 85% of them have come from that phone. Yeah. From being active on social. And I'm proud of that. Like, yeah. I've got no, like, yeah. I'm, you, you're here once. Like, meet as many people as you can. Yeah. Do as much as you can. Experience as much as you can. Mm. And for me, social media is just a great way of doing that. To be able to... I can literally reach out to anybody in the world. I can literally direct message Justin Timberlake right now. He doesn't follow me. I've never spoke to him in my life. But I can direct message Justin Timberlake yeah. to his account. How mad is that? Yeah. It's mad. Like, you can... It's just a phenomenal... Nobody thinks like that. That's what I'm saying about like, you, the way you think. You know, you're a deep thinker and stuff. Because we get caught up in everything. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, no. Because we've created... Again, we haven't... We've ruined social media. Yeah. We've created it mm. for all its good. When everybody was raving about social, mm. when it first started and Facebook and X, Y, and Z, mm. it's amazing, it's this and that. The same people have now ruined it. Yeah. We, we as humans, ruin everything. We also make things great, yeah. but we, for some reason, when we when they're great, we revel in it. We're brilliant, and then when it's negative, it's like, this is bad. 
this is it's like well you've done this like you we've created this neg whatever negative stigma we've created is is through our doing like people spend too much time on social media well stop spending so much time on social media then like the people that are saying it the people like the same people yeah like I i don't get it um, you're in charge it's like when people moan about their, their news feed being full of negative things you're following the wrong people my news feed is full of inspiring people it's full of great content it's full of shit that I love exactly mate that's exactly what I'm like, like I can pick up my Instagram and I'm inspired yeah I'm not sad I'm not frustrated I'm not angry like I've created an environment digitally where mm. I can just release I can express myself it's a weird one isn't it? I mean I know some people they, they look at social media and they, they complaining about that person I'm just like why you unfollow them but I want to see what they're doing next and I'm just like because toxic fucking way of thinking curiosity that, always mate. kills the cat what an absolute horrible way of thinking horrible it's mad what people do it, how we work is mad just it, in all walks of life not just bloody social yeah. media but I think with social it's Look at what you've done with social, as a business and as as an individual. Yeah. Like, the Tim Tim Marner is you evoke so much of your personality through social media. You've your personal brand is your business. It's yeah. it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, if you weren't on it, you'd really struggle. Like, yeah. it's so it's a fucking special tool. Yeah, a million percent right. Like, if you use it properly and you can manage it. Yeah. Massive tool. Yeah. It it's. Because we're both you and I are coming from a, a total different place from other people. We're coming in with we know who we are, we know our identity, we know what are our purposes, mm. and then we're using that as that tool. Yeah. People are coming in not knowing who they are, mm. don't know what the purpose of life is, mm. looking at it, thinking that person's doing well, I'm going to copy what them do, and your total identity just boom. Next thing you know, Absolutely. you're self harming, you're um, drinking, coke, mm. all these addictions come in. Um, and it, social, sca- it scares me. Social media is just the next generation of magazines. Yeah. If you it really, if you if, or you know, printed media, yeah. it's the same thing. Like, you know, if you look back, I you know, I, I was probably thing is just accessible in it first it, thing in the morning. <laughs> just and and hey, don't get me wrong, I I'm not preaching saying that I have all the answers. I have recently stopped going on it first thing in the morning. Yeah. So I was a massive victim of. As soon as I wake up, go on my phone, reading my emails, yeah. scroll, blah, blah, blah. And then I had, again, epiphany. I was like, what are you doing that for? Yeah. Why, why? Like, I'm like, not because it's affecting me negatively, but it's just like, you don't need to do it, mate. Like, just go and crack on. Go and yeah. get ready. Yeah. Enjoy your morning. Go and get to the office and go and enjoy yourself. Like, yeah. But you fall into a routine. You fall into... It's, uh, we, we, we're trained to fall into these routines or whatever. You know, everything becomes a habit. Yeah. Good or bad. And just because you've got your shit together doesn't mean that you sometimes don't fall into bad habits. Like, yeah. we're all human. Like, we're not robots. So, like, little things like that I've tried to implement just to stop, just to chill out, mate. Like, you don't yeah, need to do yeah. it. Because like, doing what I do for a living, I spend a lot of time on social media. Like, I've got two phones, for Christ's sake. Like, if I'm not on one for personal, I'm on the other one for work. Like, it's like, again, if I didn't know, if I didn't have my shit together, like, mentally, I'd be like, that could destroy me. Yeah. You know, I'm got to be careful but it's managing that isn't it it's managing it as a person you owe it to yourself to yeah. manage your own time yeah I mean I've told you before mate, I wake up at 5 and I don't check my phone till 9 mm. that time from 5 to 9 before I start work is mine mm. I'm 
meditating mm. and breathing and exercising I'm doing all the learning something new mm. before my day starts if I don't put these things in place to get my mind right then yep. everything else in that day will just consume the fuck out of me out of question for you out mm. of what you know now mm. all the practices because I know you guys as a, as a team as well are big on like yeah. having things in place yeah, yeah. if you could go back mm. five ten years and implement one of those things then what would it be what's the one thing that's really helped you um, breathing yeah. meditating breathing but the breathing um, I do the halotropic breathing which okay. is kind of like the Wim Hof method yeah it's, it's changed my life wow and no question tell me more because I'm genuinely I don't um, know and it's basically um, a series of breath actually because I believe that whatever is happening through the day you're going to take through to when you sleep okay. right yeah, yeah. so when you're sleeping for them eight hours I'm hoping everybody's getting is if you've got stuff on your mind you're not going to be breathing right mm -hmm. you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain okay so you're waking up and anxiety can kick in all these mm. things if you're not breathing properly mm. so the first practice before I do anything else is that I do for 15 minutes breathing where I'm oxygenating it in my brain mm. and oxygenating my body mm. ready ready for that day wow um, mate honestly just changed my life I've never thought about that yeah I know a lot of people don't and it, and it's because you're yourself different. asleep and you're stressed about stuff yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. in control of your breathing no and you, you go <laughs> Mm. through the night waking up and in the morning and that sets the tone for sets the, day the tone ahead. for the day yeah so if you can implement that in the morning obviously I call it I do like a urinate hydrate and then oxygenate where I go for a piss drink some water and then I'm straight on the floor and I'm literally some stage like you clarified what urinated meant then I just to, just to, in case anybody listening doesn't know you what that means know. yeah 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 and I'm literally sometimes I don't want to do it I'm like a petulant sat child I'll mm. sit on the settee and I'll just fall off the couch because I don't want to do it and I'm just lied in Shavasana corpse pose lied on my back whatever the foot you want to call it yeah. and I do a series of breathing at the end of it I feel like I've had three cups of coffee I love that it's fucking mint everybody should be doing it it's things like that that people should do more of instead of doing yeah things like that yeah and then guess what at nine o'clock when you've got your phone and you see a post you're actually thinking about it differently than mm. you would do if you went straight on it mindset yeah positive mental attitude yeah. is yeah. just so important yeah. but you have i really believe that you have to create that yourself it's choice but you've got the choice to do yeah. it I'm, it all yeah. yeah but again it comes down to having the self-awareness yeah and the right environment yeah because if you don't have the self-awareness to one know that you need it and two know how to get it yeah. then you'll never have the environment because yeah. you don't get the environment by by luck yeah like by having by like sadly there's there's more negative people in this world than, than positive sadly which is why i think people like me and you doing stuff like we're doing right now is super important just talking about it you know we we are all our own media outlets it's amazing and that's the great thing about social media we can talk about anything we want yeah like we we have a we have platforms to tell the world positive things to make people feel good to make people laugh and smile like mm. fucking hell do you know how hard life is just in general like why are we making it even harder for ourselves it's hard enough just like existing is difficult like there's a natural disasters x y and z like there's so much that can that happens that we have to fight why are we as humans making it even harder for ourselves don't get it, it confuses me like just i think i think you're right i think education 
is the big thing. And, you know, you doing stuff on your social, me doing it on my social, Kay doing it on hers, everybody, you know, in the Marna Massive doing it. You know, we, we just got to change people's perspectives and saying it is a choice. Yes. And there's loads of tools out there to actually help yeah. you change that. I did a podcast on my, my podcast yeah. with a friend of mine called Ruben. And very similar to us, Ruben yeah. is very positive, very spiritually deep thinker. He works yeah. in headhunting, right. which is opposite of all that sort of shit. But yeah. he, that's why he's very good at it. And we were talking on the podcast about um, something called the positivity movement. Right. And it's just a, what you just said. Yeah. It's about just making people aware that being positive is an option. Mm. Like you don't have to be negative all the time. You don't have to. It, it comes from within. Like, it's not like, like you have to save up for it or you only get so much of it in a lifetime. Like being, po like, it's just a state of mind. Like yeah. find shit that makes you happy and do more of it. That's what, that's, that's how, how you're positive. Yeah. If you, if you're not in a good place, yeah. if you're not doing what makes you happy, if you're not in around the right people, it's, it's really hard to be positive. Near on impossible. I couldn't be. The only reason why I can sort of sit here and say I'm in such a good place and I'm super happy, blah, 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 like it's because I've put things in place to make that happen. It isn't by luck. It's not like, or it's not because I've got, you know, I've got it in abundance naturally. Like I think it helps obviously having yeah. something, but I'm, I'm only, you know, partly to, to sort of account for why I feel like I do. Like it's, it comes from being around the right people in the environment that you're in and loving your job and stuff like that. Yeah. Imagine hating your job. If you hated your job, how genuinely, how can you, how can you be happy? In life, 40 hours a week of unhappiness. It's impossible. Like, I, 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 my mind boggles that people do it and they don't try and change change it. They just accept it. Yeah. The, thing, the good thing for me is that I actually see people who want to get out of it. Yeah. And it inspires me mm. that um, a, a lady who's got a job and two kids and stuff and she comes in here and says, look, I want to be a photographer mm. and I want to set on my own photography business mm. and I help them create that. Honestly, I can't, that is exactly why I've set this up. It's amazing. I, 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 it is absolutely yeah. amazing. Genuinely amazing. Yeah. And that is... But I think what's helped me, again, like going back to it, about what you were saying about business and mm. sales and making sure that, that before I would have said to that person, blindly, look, just sack off your job, let's go for it and all guns blazing. Where now, knowing what I know and, like I said, working with you and stuff and kind of got right, how are we going to get money? Right, let's keep your job now. Mm. Let's set this up as a little side thing. Mm. Let's grow it up a little bit. Let's get it to a point where you can then do that. And then I see that happen, mate, and I'm just like, oh my sweet God, it's, that lights me inside. I think it comes down to, again, us as humans, just evolving. Yeah. Because if, before it would have been a case of leave a job, now I'm screwed, I've got no money, da da da, and yeah. then you get stuck into that vortex. Yeah. But we're now understanding that, yeah, we don't have a lot of time in a day, but you've got more than you think. Yeah. You can you can afford to side hustle as well as full time do something, yeah. and it's hard. Like, don't get me wrong, I can imagine like yeah. the, the one the ones that get me are people that have kids, for example. Yeah. Like, it, people that have kids and work anyway, I find really inspiring. Like, I personally I can't speak from experience, but like I feel busy, <laughs> and I live on my own, and I have got no com no commitments. Yeah. So how people do it with kids is like for me, literally take my hat off to you. Yeah. So for people that are in that situation that are coming to you and saying, 
I want to do this because I feel like this long term is is great. That's when you have to think a little bit more strategically than just. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I get that, and yeah. there's there's no like one size fits all. Yeah, but it, no. it's a case of the first thing is acknowledging it. It's knowing yeah. that there is something. But there. she was like exactly like you, mate. And she's literally, when she's taught, I'd see it in her eyes that she'd all fire. I want to be a photographer. And she's yeah. like, and I could, and I'm just like, you're yeah. going to be a photographer. Because I know full well that that is what you love. That is your person on telling people stories. Yeah. So from five o'clock till eight o'clock, that, mm. that's what she's doing every, every, every single night, building her little brand up. And that's, it goes back to what we spoke about before. That was a great shoot as well, but nobody could see that, but oh, that was yeah. good fun. Um, we it goes back to what we were talking about before in terms of finding that thing that does inspire you and, and running with it yeah have you heard of um, did you see the post plot out the other day about um, I keep going back to Japanese me um, Ikigai it's called um, and it's your, what your life's purpose is it's a Japanese oh. concept um, that was in Asian culture is incredible I love it and Okinawa is the place where most people have gone over a hundred because they've actually found their Ricky guy, their wow. life's purpose. Okay. And they're always telling people, what is your life's purpose? What are you put on this path? If you can get that and mm. turn it into your profession, Mad. you're just like, like I have. Yeah. It's like, you're just set. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're just going to be happy. It, yeah. And it takes years off you if I'm, you can be happy. As you said that, I'm literally sat there taking that concept and running it through my filter. Like, what is my purpose? You already know that. My, my purpose isn't to... My passion is to build brands. It's not my purpose. Yeah, no, no. People do get that mixed up. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your purpose is to inspire people. It's, and I, actually to change... What you're doing with your podcast is just, your purpose. It's just to leave a legacy. Yeah. Like, you're not here for long. Yeah. I want to be... I want to exit this planet knowing... That I've done the right thing most of the time, yeah, and that people took something from what I've said, yeah. After I'm not there, I want a thousand people at my funeral on Facebook Live. Oh, I love that. Only a thousand, yeah. Tim, you're Tim Marner. I know, but I'm all right with that number. I'm all right with that number. Yeah, I'm not really. It's not even if they didn't show up or they didn't watch it yeah. I'm alright with that knowing that I've affected a thousand yeah, people yeah I know what you mean I know, I know, I know what you that mean. I've kind of gone you know what with Tim's help they've, he's just helped me get my direction yeah. and stuff I'm just like fuck me I'm, I'm all about that what was the, there's a quote and I can't remember the sort of exact crux of it but it's something about your personal brand isn't what you say it is it's yeah. what people say about you when yeah, you're not yeah. in the room yeah yeah and that really sticks with me mm really sticks with me because it is so true when you're not there what do people say about you yeah but that's what I mean that's what I've been telling you yeah that's what I say about you behind your what's it when people say yeah but he like Jack Ladd or what's yeah. it I said you don't understand who he is yeah and there's that balance of the people that say things about you because they don't know you yeah versus the ones that do know you right that's what you got to focus on exactly and I always say the opinions of people yeah. outside of my circle mean nothing. Yeah. People that are in it, I really care about. Yeah. If you're in this, if you're in my circle, mm -hmm. and you say to me you're a dick, I need to look at myself. Yeah. Because I really value your opinion. You know yeah. me. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, James says it that has never met me and just has seen something on Instagram. Mm. 
James, you say what you need to say, bro. Like, you, if you, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Like, I don't mind. Like, it's your opinion. But when focus on that circle, and I would encourage people to almost do this as a practice. But write down a list of the people right now that you think are in your circle. Yeah. Just write them down. Could be three people. Could be thirty. And then when you work through that list think about the people's opinions and if that person said to you something really serious about you as a person would you be offended or not if you would be offended they're not in the circle they can't be do you know what i mean yeah you get it i've got i call it the 2 2 a.m circle okay right? and it's if i rang you up and i said jack i'm in fucking total shit at two o'clock in the morning yeah i knew full well you'd be there yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah that's how i judge my circle mm. of friends yeah and that's it. No, I like that. I like it. Very similar. It's it's just, and it goes. No, even though I'm not talking to you for years. No, it's just it's just it's just you know with people. Yeah. You know with people, it's like, and it comes back to the whole thing of asking for favors as well. Yeah. It's a similar sort of thing. Like, if somebody, if a friend of mine calls me, you me, you mean you again? If yeah. I literally called you last week and said, what well, it could be anything, literally anything, Tim, I really need you out with this. I know that you would do it. Yeah. Right, another person that you've known for the exact same period of time, but isn't a thing. You'd be like, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that is, that's the circle. It's the pe- it's the people that you do anything yeah. like you fucking knock brick walls down for them. People just don't think about it, do they? But they also value their own people. Yeah, that's this is the problem. Yeah. So they they give the people that shouldn't matter as much airtime, sometimes more, than the ones in the circle. They care about the other people and their opinions more than the circles. That's what's that's what's really dangerous. That's what's really weird as well. Because it? they change because yeah. that, that changes you. Yeah, yeah. You see it on, on, on Instagram all the time. Yeah. And you see people's journeys and how they change as people. Yeah. And it's like that's because of other people that that have changed you. You can see it. You can you can there's a difference between changing positively and changing negatively. Like so there's like between people evolving as human beings and becoming better versions of themselves and just growing up and changing and then people actually changing they've, they, they've changed yeah. because of other people yeah. other people's opinions it's not yeah. because they've they've thought I'd like to go in this direction it's, it's just they've been yeah, true, ma- manipulated to change not like not by the people deliberately but just society people have changed and it's because they've given a shit about other people's opinions that, that shouldn't that shouldn't affect them the, the people in the circle are literally only people that you should care about enough to change. If everybody says, if, if my mum says to me, literally, Jack, like you've been doing X, Y, and Z, and I've noticed that, da 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 da, da um, all right, I'll take that on board. Yeah, what you say? Like, yeah, I need, I need to look at myself. Yeah. I need to think about that. Yeah. Or you know, my, I don't know, one of my best mates says to me, what you did with your, another friend of ours, that wasn't cool. I'd be like, noted. I'll look in the mirror. As we as we wrap this up now, mate, yeah. right, you've asked me that question. Mm. What is the one thing, what's that one piece of advice, the one thing that you now look out from where you were to the, the man you are today? What is that one thing that you, you know, would have implemented earlier? The one thing... Because we literally gone for hours here. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know how long have we been talking for? I don't know, I'm not sure I'm bothered. The one thing that I would say to my previous self and I would say to anybody listening right now, is always go with your gut feeling. 
it's usually the right one. Usually. I, I've, I've referenced gut feelings a few times through sort of my little sort of journey. They've always been the right, they've always worked out. Don't second, if it's a gut feeling, there's a, it's a reason for it. It's almost like a fucking out of body experience almost in your gut. Um, but I think that that is key. Don't overthink it. If it's a gut feeling, run with it. That's what I would say. And when you're younger, you don't know that. Because it, you need the experience and learnings of previous feelings to know that it's a thing. Does that make sense? That's, yeah. Yeah, that you need sense, you need yeah. the experience. It's why yeah. it's why you can why we can sit here talking about our careers and what we do mm. because we've experienced it. I don't give a shit about your opinion if you've not experienced something. Mm. I really don't care. You've read it on a blog, great. Send me the link, I'll read it. You don't need to tell me. If you've experienced it, yeah. I will listen. Yeah. And and the gut, it's gut feeling. That's what I would say. Where can people find you? My address. <laughs> No, but I will put that in the link below. Um, best place to find me is on Instagram, sadly. So it's um, at Jack A H Dyson. Yeah. My middle names are Alexander Harry, which is what the A H is. Yeah. A lot of people say Jacker, incorrect. Um, and on LinkedIn, you just search for my name. You can find me on there or whatever. And your podcast, how can they do iTunes? Go in. Yeah, it's literally it's the same as yours, mate. So it'll be on. It's on. Um, What's Spotify, it called? Spotify and iTunes and whatnot. It's on my Instagram. You can there'll be a link and stuff. But yeah, just uh, I'll finish off by just saying I really, really appreciate you asking me to come on this. Really, really do. So thank you for your time. Thank you. It's been an absolute that was pleasure. Good mate. Um, I'll be coming to us soon. Oh, that was really shit. But oh, we'll do, do we do it again? No, let's hug it out. All right. Let's hug it out. Thanks, man. No, I appreciate that. I really enjoyed that. Goodbye, everybody. See you guys. Thank Bye. you. Au revoir.